You're listening to The Leadership Pod, Episode 18, Three Ways to Communicate Confidently and Show Up Powerfully in Meetings. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. much again for tuning in to the leadership pod if it's the first time you are listening to this podcast welcome i hope you enjoy this episode if it is not the first time you're listening to this podcast well welcome back thank you for listening again to another episode of the leadership pod i am delighted to have you here so today as i record this episode we are entering into autumn so the weather's getting a little bit cooler and a little bit colder Now the nights are probably around five or six degrees. Uh, Last night actually was about three degrees, so that was pretty cold. And even the daytime temperatures are pretty cold as well. So as I record this episode, I'm in my office, uh, but this building the office is in, it actually gets very, very cold during winter. So you always need the heating going. And it's one of those reverse cycle heaters that actually makes quite a lot of noise. Uh, So I had to turn it off for the recording of this episode and for a couple of other ones that I've recorded as well earlier on today. Uh, So yeah, I'm sitting here, a little bit cold, uh, and I hope to do well with this episode and get it done quickly so I can turn the heating back on and warm up a little bit. Well, anyway, today's episode is about how to communicate confidently and show up powerfully in meetings. So how this episode came about is I did a blog post back in 2019 uh, and this blog post was really popular. It was around how to communicate confidently in meetings, you know, the topic of this episode. And so I thought, well, why not make this topic from this blog post, why not make it a dedicated episode for the the leadership pod for the podcast? That's what I've done and here it is. Now the reason for the blog post and also for this podcast episode is that many emerging leaders struggle with getting their voice heard in meetings. It is critical to advance. If you want to advance into leadership, you absolutely need to have your voice heard in meetings. If people don't know what you know, if they don't know how competent, how capable, how intelligent you are, you will miss out on high level projects, on promotions, on pay rises, and simple recognition for the work that you've putting in, into, into the job, into the team. I talked briefly, I talked about this actually, not briefly, but I talked about this in episode four of the leadership pod, which is titled, How Can I Be Noticed and Rewarded for the Great Work That I Do? And in episode five of the leadership pod, I talked about the topic of why you should speak up in meetings. And I shared with you five reasons why you should speak up in meetings. So those two episodes will be beneficial to you if you have difficulty speaking up in meetings, you liked this episode, then I I encourage you to go back and listen to episode four and episode five of the Leadership Pod to get more tips and insights from those two episodes. So what I'm going to talk about today is who has trouble speaking up in meetings because not everybody does. And then I'm going to go into three tips to help you communicate confidently and show up powerfully in meetings. So let's get into it. 
The first thing I want to talk about is who finds it hard to communicate confidently in meetings. You know, not everybody has difficulty with this. Maybe you listening to this podcast are thinking to yourself, well, this is not something I really have difficulty with. I can freely share my ideas. I can freely share my thoughts in meetings. But not everybody is like that. Not everybody has such freedom with their communication that they can communicate confidently and and communicate all of their ideas during meetings. So some people love meetings because it's a time for them to shine and they can be the center of attention. But other people hate meetings. They get stressed about them. They don't know what to say. And after the meeting, they regret not speaking up enough. So does that sound like you? If it does, then you will like what I have to share in this episode. And I know some of the listeners will be able to relate to this. So typically the people who don't have difficulty speaking up in meetings, they're the alpha male type. And I use alpha male, I don't necessarily mean men, but I mean, you know, the alpha type. It could be men, it could be women. They obviously don't have trouble speaking up in meetings. What I found through my work, the people who do have trouble speaking up in meetings, they come in three groups. The first group is young professionals. The second group is women. And the third group is introverted men. Okay, so I'm going to talk a little about each of these three groups. So young professionals, they usually have trouble speaking up in meetings because they're less experienced, because they're in an environment where they are with people who have a lot more experience than them, and they're intimidated by them. They question what their ideas are. They question what other people are going to think. And as a result, they keep those ideas to themselves and they don't speak up in meetings and therefore they don't communicate at all, let alone confidently. That's the first group. The second group who commonly have this problem are women. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because women are often groomed throughout their life or throughout our life uh, to not talk about our achievements because it will appear that, that we are boasting, okay? So women are groomed to talk indirectly to people. We don't want to be labeled bossy. And we tend to not claim credit or ownership for our work. Not all women are like this, of course, but there are a, the majority of women, a large group of women do have these difficulties. Uh, and there have been many studies done on the topics of women in the workplace, women in leadership, and its relation to confidence. So it is an issue that is commonly talked about. There have been many studies done about it. One of the books that I recommend you to read if you want to learn more about this topic is The Confidence Gap. Now, I cannot tell you the authors of that book. I should have prepared that before recording this podcast episode, but I didn't. Sorry about that. But the book is called The Confidence Gap. If you Google it, you will no doubt find it. It is a brilliant book, and it has a lot of information about women in the workplace and issues around confidence for women. So they are the second group who have difficulty, who have trouble speaking up in meetings. And the third group is introverted men. Now, the reason I put introverted men is because men who aren't introverted, men who are extroverted, generally don't have a problem speaking up in meetings. And that is the same for women too. But for women, it's more widespread across gender you know, the difficulty of speaking up in meetings, but for men, it's fairly limited to men who are more introverted, okay? So that's why I have uh, singled out introverted men. Now, what happens here is they tend to not know how to break into chaotic conversations. So 
business meetings can become quite chaotic where everyone talks over one another and breaking into that can be difficult. Uh, people who don't like conflict, you may not want people to disagree with you and therefore you talk indirectly to people so they don't appear too bossy, okay? So this is how it shows up for men, for introverted men in a business room, a business meeting setting. Now, no matter which category you fit into, I want you to remember this. You have a seat at the table. You are there for a reason. You're invited to that meeting room because you are a competent and a valuable person to the team. People want to hear your ideas. People value your ideas. So I want you to leverage this opportunity. Don't waste it. Don't waste your time in the business meeting and walk out and have people not know what you know or even who you are, okay? So I want you to leverage this opportunity and remember that it's an ideal situation for you to showcase your credibility and your competence to the people who matter, the people who can potentially have a large impact on your future career. So if that sounds like you, then that is who I made this episode for. I hope you find useful the tips that I'm going to share with you now, the three tips on how to communicate confidently in your next meeting. So the first tip is to invest time in pre-meetings. So what are pre-meetings? Well, let's say you have an idea or a discussion point that you want to talk about at your next, at your next meeting. Now, most people would simply wait until the meeting, the actual meeting, until they start talking about that idea. But this is daunting. You know, you're proposing an idea for the very first time to a group of people. It would naturally make you feel nervous. So why wait until the actual meeting to be more nervous to share your idea with a group of people for the very first time? Okay, so things that might be running through your head are, what if they don't like my idea? What if they disagree with my idea? And then how will you handle it if they do disagree with you? So this is enough to keep you quiet at the table. And therefore, nobody hears your idea at all. Okay, but instead of waiting for the meeting to share it with other people, I suggest you start sharing your idea with your colleagues, with the people who are going to be at the meeting in the days leading up to the meeting. So how do you do this? Well, you can approach it in general conversations, in coffee meetings. Uh, you can talk roughly about your idea to gauge the interest from the other people who are going to be at the meeting, to gauge their reaction and identify possible disagreements they may have with your idea, okay? And this helps you in three ways. First, it helps you get comfortable talking about your idea. So it gives you practice, basically. The more comfortable you are talking about your idea, the more confident you will be talking about your idea. And it also helps you choose the style of communication that you're going to use. So the words that you're going to use, the sentence structure that you're going to use. And you can test out things with your listener to see which, you know, what words have more impact, what sentence structure has more impact, which ones are getting the reaction that you actually want. Okay. So it helps you get comfortable talking about your idea. Second, it helps you understand what other people think. So you can prepare responses for the meeting so you won't be stuck for responses on the spot. 
okay? And the third thing is that it helps you to gather a following in the lead up to the meeting so that when you do raise the idea in the meeting, you have more support because people already know about it. They are already familiar with and probably already on board with your idea. And of course, if you have more support, it's gonna make you look better as a leader. So pre-meetings are great for people who are new to speaking up in meetings. So like young professionals, people who are shy, people who are introverted, so that they can have more assurance in how people are going to react and they can be more confident when they do bring up that idea in the meeting. So that's the first idea. The second idea I have for you is to not be afraid to put forth partly constructed ideas. So what do I mean by partly constructed ideas? Well, it's an idea that's hazy. You know, certain parts might be clear, but other parts are unclear. So you hold back and you refrain from sharing it with other people. It is natural to want your ideas to be 100% constructed and perfect, but it is a hindrance to you showing up powerfully in meetings. It's what most people tend to do though. We want our ideas to sound smart. We want them to be perfectly constructed before we tell others what they are, especially if we're new to a position or new to a team. We want others to think that we're smart and that we deserve to be in the room. We don't want people to question why we're in the room by presenting a bad idea or presenting a good idea in a bad way. So if we're afraid that if they're not 100% constructed, it will reflect badly on us and it reflect badly on us as a leader. But this is perfectionism, and perfectionism is a hindrance to career and leadership progression. Well, it can be a hindrance if you let it go too far. And wanting your ideas to be 100% constructed before you share them in a meeting, I believe is going too extreme on the, on the scale of perfectionism. So I love the idea of sharing partly constructed ideas in meetings because it starts a discussion with other people in a room. I mean, that's what meetings are about, people throwing around ideas, even if those ideas aren't fully, fully formed. It's teamwork and it's group contribution that is going to get those ideas to become fully formed, okay? And by sharing a partly constructed idea, it also encourages diverse thinking in the group. So diverse thinking, creative thinking, these are skills or qualities or abilities that are gonna take you very far in leadership, especially in the future. Creative thinking is one of those key top soft skills that you need to build as a leader. If you wanna hear me talk more about the top soft skills of leadership, then head over to episode 17, sorry, episode seven of this podcast where I talk more about that. So sharing a partly constructed idea can also enhance your initial idea, okay? Because somebody might suggest something that you've never even thought of before. It might strengthen your original idea for the pursuit of the team or of the project. And it also adds to your leadership brand. So if you are the one who starts the discussion, around that idea, around that issue, people are gonna notice. It's gonna to add to your leadership brand. It's gonna make you look like an intelligent leader who can lead intelligent discussions. Okay, so that is why it adds to your leadership brand or how it adds to your leadership brand. Now, you might be hesitant to put forth a partly constructed idea. So for the reasons that I have talked about already. 
I understand that. I get it. So I have created for you a sentence structure that you can try and you can use in your next meeting when you want to put forth a partly constructed idea. So here it goes. I have an idea that I'd like to share with everybody. It's still an idea in progress, but with your input, I think we can get some clarity on it. Okay, and then you announce your idea. So that's a great structure to use to announce your idea. Everybody knows it's a partly constructed idea, but you're inviting them for their input, for their thoughts as well. And that's a great way to really share that partly constructed idea in a confident and an assertive way. And the third step I have for you in this episode is to ask for input. This is incredibly important. So once you've put forth your partly constructed idea, you need to ask for the input of others. Ask what they think. Now, asking for input from your colleagues, it does two things. First, it shows that you have confidence in your idea which is essential for others to be confident in it too. And second, it shows that you value the contribution of your team. So leadership is not about leading on your own. It's not about coming up with ideas on your own, initiating them all on your own. You need a team to help you do that. Asking for input opens up the discussion with your team and it gets them included. It gets them involved in it. And it also gives them a chance to shine, which they're going to love you for as well. So maybe they'll see an issue that you've not yet considered. Uh, maybe they have a piece of information you didn't know about that impacts your idea. These are important things that can happen. And that's why it's important to open up the discussion for their input. Another thing it does is it also keeps the discussion focused on your idea, not redirected somewhere else. So in business meetings, chaotic ones especially, conversations can be redirected very quickly to another uh, talking point, to another topic. Okay, But asking for input opens up the conversation and keeps it focused on your idea. Everybody is talking about your idea. Everybody is thinking of, of suggestions or you know, sub ideas from your main idea, but it keeps the discussion focused on your idea, which is great for you because it makes you look more like a leader who started an intelligent conversation. So how do you ask for input? It's not that difficult. I'm going to share with you a couple of examples that you can use in your next meetings. What do you all think about this idea? What are your thoughts on this? And once you've said one of those options, you pause and you wait for the other people in the room to reply. Now, it's really important that you pause. Don't ramble. When you're nervous, it's easy to ramble. And you might ramble when you're nervous uh, during the meeting because you don't know what to say. You want to fill in that silence. Okay, but you, you shouldn't do that. Keep it simple. The way you ask for input, keep it simple. Make sure you pause after you've asked for input and wait for the other people to reply. So there you have it. There are three ideas on how you can communicate confidently and show up powerfully in meetings. Now, I really like these ideas that I found them really unique. And, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of people who read the blog post that this podcast episode was inspired from, a lot of people who read that blog post said that those ideas were really unique as well uh, and really helpful for them. So I hope they do help you in your next meeting when you have to share an idea. If you're not confident about it, if you 
don't have you know the confidence to raise it on your own i hope those ideas can help you communicate that idea confidently and show up more powerfully in those meetings and look more like a leader so as i mentioned it was based on a blog post how to communicate confidently and show up powerfully in meetings i will link to that blog post in the show notes for this episode. So if you wanna go to the show notes, you can access them by visiting my website. The address is www.executive-impressions.com forward slash blog. If you Google Executive Impressions, you will find it. And I will also link to episode four and five, which I talked about at the beginning of this episode. I'll link to those two episodes in the show notes as well, because they are good resources to help you enhance your learning. And you can learn more through the content I talk about in those episodes. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and the tips that I shared with you. Make sure you head over to my YouTube channel to get more advice in between the weekly podcast episodes that I release. Make sure you connect with me on LinkedIn. I would be very happy to connect with you with you there. Just let me know that you listen to this podcast so I know where you're coming from. And in the meantime, don't forget to share it with your colleagues and friends on social media, because remember, it can help them too. And leadership is not only about helping yourself, but it's about helping other people as well. So feel free to share this podcast episode with them as well. Well, that is all for today. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you've got lots of fun things planned for this week. And I will talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.